Welcome to the next installment of the Yummy Coco Show. This is a pop culture variety show for your ear holes with sketches, music, interviews, and games. I'm your host, Yummy Coco, aka Colette Prosper. I'm a comedy writer and filmmaker. On this show, we talk about lots of things. It's holiday week 2021. It's almost 2022. Oh my goodness. My guest today is Shireen Jones, a wonderful writer, filmmaker, uh, fuckboyologist, uh, PhD in fuckboyology. Uh, we're going to be talking about Insecure and what we've been watching this year and uh, a bunch of other things. Uh, but first up, some housekeeping. If you like this show, please rate and review. It's how you can help people to find the show. Let's kick the show off with a sketch. It's a replay for this holiday week. Synthesizer Man. <laughs> Hi, my name is Dr. Marissa Cephalopod, and I'm a bird certified psychologist. And yes, I'm also an octopus who lives at an aquarium in Little Ferry, New Jersey. Join me as I chat with patients from all walks of life, including superheroes. These are their stories. Dr. Marissa, your 8 a.m. appointment is here. Oh, oh my water tank! What, what is that thing? Ne- next time, if you want to bring something huge to my office, you, you got to be more careful. I'm sorry, doctor. It's been a rough couple of weeks. My husband has turned into a synthesizer. No. Oh! Started with a few harmless purchases on eBay, but now. Now he's bought so many pieces of equipment, he has become an actual synthesizer. Oh dear, a husband should be human, not some analog synthesizer. I know, one day I realized that his voice had been replaced by a vocoder. (gasps) Oh my God. He sounded like Zap and Roger. Oh, oh I love that song, Computer Love. (laughs) Me too. It's a great song. Okay, sorry for that digression. Carry on, my dear. Thanks. Okay, so all of his body parts have been replaced by synthesizer parts. His nipples are now even knobs that he bought on Reverb for like $2,000 each. Oh, come on! Knobby Mm -hmm. things instead of nipples? Ah, oh, they are cute, though. I'm gonna give them a little tweak. But how can I bring him back? I'm an octopus therapist, not a human to musical instrument surgeon. I know, but maybe you could talk some sense into him. He's 
He's listening to us, but he can only talk through melody. Oh, and, and, and what a melodious sound you make, synthesizer man. I know. I just want him to come back to me. Come back to me, husband. Well, why don't you go back to being a human for your wife, synthesizer man? He says, this is me. Take it or leave it. Well, can you take it? You know, could could he t ever tickle your ivories as synthesizer man? Um, oof, well, when you put it that way, no, no. You know what? Maybe you should keep them. Maybe. Me? Yeah, you guys kind of have a little connection going on. Oh! <laughs> I, I never thought of it that way. But there you have it. Another breakthrough. Join us next time. I'm Dr. Marissa, octopus therapist. See ya, Synthesizer Man. Bye-bye. Oh, Synthesizer Man, let me tweak those nipples again. Yeah. Oh my god. Awesome. Let's get into my chat with Shireen Jones. Hey, Shireen. Hi. Hi. Welcome back. How are you doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Good. Your what hair looks you? beautiful. I haven't com uh, complimented you yet. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'm giving like a Diana Ross situation right now. So yes, yes, very luscious. Um, you're ready. You're ready for the new year. So um, I think so. In episode 25, we talked about fuckboys and the baby. Um, <laughs> sadly, we recorded an episode last month that I was going to um, publish last week, but then I realized that I lost the interview. I was so proud of myself. I felt like, oh, I have, you know, I have all these banked interviews. I'm so great. I'm so on it. And then like, you know, the fates, the stars were like, uh-uh, and it was lost. So, and so thank you for being such a great sport and doing this recording again, but it works out because we have, we're going to be talking about Insecure and now we have more mm -hmm. episodes that we've actually seen because we, we made some mm -hmm. predictions in our previous talk. And so we're, we're going to kind of uh, refine our uh, predictions tonight. Okay. You and I, okay. we're, we're going we're gonna to predict the end of Insecure mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. And I think you know, everybody kind of knows where that's going, but yeah. You never know. I, I still, mm. a part of me feels like 
Because at the end of Shrill, because we, we talked about that in the last talk, at the end of Shrill, it was um, A.D. Bryant and her best friend. And they they both had their relationships in the penultimate um, episode. And then at the end, everything goes to shit and they just have each other. So it could, I really hope, because I love Torian. So I guess, I guess, um, I don't know. Do you want to just say our predictions right now off the top? Like before we actually like dive into the um, show? Uh, it's up to you. I'm, I'm, I'm riding your, your boat today, Captain. Yeah. But like, you know, just how you feel about it. Are you ready to just come with it and just say like how, what, what you think is going to happen? Cause you, you kind of, <sighs> you kind of, uh, alluded to it a second ago. We all know what's going to happen. We know, uh, much to my own personal dismay. It sounds Lauren- like it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you listen to Crystal? Lauren- do you listen to Crystal and um and Fran? Hey, Fran. Hey, uh, their uh, insecurity podcast. I I'm familiar with it. I listened to it like early on when we were like season three, but um I haven't I haven't revisited the podcast in a while. But I do know them. Shout out to Crystal and Fran. They're like absolutely amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I love I love their um their recap of the show and I love both their um, individual podcasts, but for you, um, you seem to be more in line with like Crystal. So it seems okay. like, it seems like you are not feeling Lawrence. Okay, go. So I want to, I want to be clear that I hold space for understanding. This is the formula of the show. I understand yes. this is, there will always supposed to find their way back to each other. Mm-hmm. But I just, I'm just not excited about it. I don't want it. Um, I want my money back. Um, I want a oh, refund. No. I don't like it. And I think I'm still within that 30 day grace period to return. So um, <laughs> no, but I, I don't, I don't want Lawrence and Issa to be together. I don't think it's necessary for either one of them to be happy. I think um, we could definitely talk about the episode, but I just, I just yeah. don't like it. I don't, I feel like she could find happiness. She can make, I always say she can make happiness with Nathan or someone else. Um, not with Daniel, because I want to make no. happiness with Daniel myself. <laughs> you want but him available. Any, yeah, anyone else she can totally <laughs> make happiness with, but she just refuses to do that. So maybe Drew, Drew's available. No, no, ew, <laughs> he's no, a mess. No. No, no, I I wouldn't even, I'm happy he didn't even do the thing with Molly, which is so interesting. It's like, like looking at her in this episode, Mm -hmm. she's like totally overdrove, which is just, it's just so amazing. I I loved it. Love that. Yes. And, 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 and can't you all, or maybe just me remember that time where like, you were so in it with a person that you were just like please let's both drink the Kool-Aid so we can die. Like, it's just, it just was so like, we were so, and you were so enthralled with a person Uh and then like it, it ends terribly and like, you're good. Like you're okay. Yeah. Everything is just okay. I love that. Yeah. I mean, we were, we were earlier talking about writing and like the journey of writing and how, you know, some people are just like really just like leaps and bounds ahead of you or it feels like it. And it feels like mm-hmm. you have a, a, 
a, a longer ways to, to run, to catch up to that person. Uh, but at the same time, we're all in a journey. So anyway, going back to like Molly's character, Molly was like on this love journey for so long, feeling like it was just endless, hopeless, but now it, she's just fallen into this romance with Torian, who's like so weird and like sweet and open. And it's it's made her feel comfortable to just open up to him. And sure. it's like a really it's I'm so happy for her journey. Like it, it felt if that I that was um for the the ninth episode, because we're going to be talking about the ninth episode, the penultimate episode, which just aired. Um the series finale, I guess, is in a couple of weeks because I think there's going to be a documentary on the 26th. Oh, um, wait, it's not. It, it, it's not. Yeah. Or, or could you confirm? I don't know. Uh, it could be it could be on the 26th next Sunday or it could be the week after. I feel like it's the week after, but I'm not sure. Uh, the next Sunday after the 26th is what? The. I don't know math. <laughs> Either way, I think I think it's coming on. I think it's coming on next Sunday. Okay, so you know we're 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 talking about the ninth episode, but yeah, it was just really great to see her journey. It was great that like you know yeah, easy breezy talking to Dro Dro like it was nothing, and mm-hmm. Torian, who's their high off of like I guess, and we have to. I, have you found this uh, edible? Do you know the edible that they took? Because that that edible, I don't know. This should get like a Yelp review because like mm-hmm. it was just like um, amazing, it seemed like. And, it, and like long lasting because like. It I depend. Do you eat edibles? I've never taken a THC edible, but I've taken like CBD. And that one might make me sleepy for a little bit. But then like a couple hours later, I'm fine. But like they That's took. Yeah. Yeah, I've had the good, good. No, no. And so, so yes, we got to do that. (laughs) I got to get on that. Yeah, but proceed with caution. The the, the trick to this is like microdosing. Yes. (laughs) Um, I am very, I'm, I've never even had an edible that was only CBD. Mm -hmm. I wish maybe I had, or I wouldn't have had some of the trips that I've had um <laughs> so you were totally edibles. you were totally relating to okay so so let's let uh, i i wanted to say that you were totally relating to uh molly and torian's trip during the um as crystal and fran call the light skin party wait why do they call <laughs> oh because all the guys <laughs> because it was tiffany it was tiffany That's and Derek. It was the lights at the light skin party so at, so at the light skin party, Aww. you have uh, Molly and Torian taking an edible. Yes. Uh, but let's go back because you were making the prediction about Lawrence. And Lawrence to you, you feel uh. it, that they're just going to get back together. But. You also alluded, we were also talking about like the journey. I think they are going to get back together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I I think that they're going to get back together. Uh-huh. I think I don't want them to get back together. 
but if, if we're speaking about like a journey right like mm-hmm. I, I don't know I don't know I just I just don't think I think journeys like end with sometimes and then yeah. the least the the Issa and Lauren's journey could very well end and it could still be a really good happy ending for everyone um I I just don't understand how I don't know I just I just don't think that they need to be together because right. like even even you know yesterday's episode like it's just it's there's so much chaos surrounding surrounding yes. them like it's nothing about that relationship is 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 like peaceful is easy is like just not without headache or exhaustion it's it's exhausting yeah. and I don't think she should sign up for that I, I also don't even see I don't I, I don't even think that I've seen any implications of Issa even being a good stepmom no and that's that's so that's what I'm getting to is that I feel like in my prediction, they might re she's definitely over with Nathan. Nathan yelled at her in front of her friends. He, it's, he over. Didn't yell at her. it's over. He, he, he didn't yell at her. He didn't yell at her. This is what I'm going to I'm going to cake for for Nathan. This is what happens to me. This is what I experienced. <laughs> I think that. So like Lawrence is there, right? Like yeah. Lawrence is, is there all day. They're doing the whole dick swinging contest. Yes, earlier. barbecue. And like and 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 like he's out of place. These are not his friends. He's like trying to immerse himself into East's world. And this is Nathan. And, and that's this yeah, is Nathan Na- that I'm talking about. Yep. And then like he understands like this is this is something serious. This is something annoying. And even like even with Lawrence like doing that whole you know that whole serenade of love like in the shadows like a fucking creeper um <laughs> like no we're gonna talk like, about this we're gonna talk like about no this, we're right? not gonna talk about this I don't want to talk about this and, and I just I feel like like even just having to witness that like that's disrespectful I'm not saying yes. that it had to escalate to violence but she just kept yelling at him and he's telling her he's telling her like I am calm like I'm calm just and he also walked away too like I just I just need a minute and he deserved mm-hmm. that minute because that number one Lawrence is being very disrespectful yeah. He did not care that he was there. And number two, Issa did not shut any of that conversation down. There were like six different times where she could have said, I don't, number one, like we can't talk about this. I don't, like she asking questions to keep the conversation going. She never shut it down. So that would yeah. make anybody like feel embarrassed and disrespected. Right, yeah, because they, they come out of the bushes uh, because she had to toss something into the garbage, aka la basura, as she said. Um, so like, you know, she's she is uh in the bushes with him then um and then and then he's saying i love you and all this stuff like right in front of nathan so he doesn't know what to think so i i get it i understand but i the way isa to me i think that she was just like "Uh uh-uh it's over so i think it's over for nathan and I think that she might entertain the idea of Lawrence part two or part 5,000, 
But then Part I, 564, <laughs> three, like it's so exhausting. I feel like she's going, something's going to happen. She's going to come to her senses. She does not want to be uh, a stepmom. And I think it, it'll be over and she will end up alone. And, and not in a bad way. I think that she will just, um, you know, we're talking about the journey. I feel like in her journey, she's going to feel like, you know what? I I will find love. I'm ju- I just have not found love right now. And at, you know, going back to Shrill, um, at the end of Shrill, A.D. Bryant and her best friend are, ba- are, 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 you know, single, single ladies again, together, friends, um, after their relationships uh, go bust. Mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen with Torian and Molly. I want Torian and Molly to like have babies. I don't think it will. I don't think so. I feel like I think it gonna... I think it would end in. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, I just think that they're they'll be together and work it out and just you know be a couple and you know she'll have she'll have I feel like she's gonna have her quote-unquote happy ending for her that that's her happy ending and I feel like Issa's happy ending will just be like self-acceptance um I don't think she's gonna be with either because um yes I feel like all seasons have led down this road to like them being back together but I feel like I feel like it's too predictable and I feel like it's not perfect. Like him coming in the, like, you know, creeping on her in the bushes and then, Mm -hmm. and, and it it just like, he wasn't, he was trying to plead his case, but he, he just kind of made things worse, especially like looping her in. Like, we're going to, we're talking about this, Nathan, like see your way out, go, go eat some Houston barbecue. Like she wasn't, (laughs) she wasn't saying and he, she was she was trying to shut it down. So I feel like it's going to be Molly and Torian. Um, so, so I have two two uh, predictions, Molly and Torian, Issa, self-acceptance, self-acceptance or um, Molly's relationship goes kaput. And and then it's just Issa and Molly being friends and finding self-acceptance. OK. That's my my prediction. Mm. But I, think, were- I, I think that that might be accurate. I think um, I think it probably will end mm-hmm. how it began, but just in reverse. So maybe Molly ends up with the relationship and Issa does not. Yes. Um, even if she doesn't end up with Nathan, she just can't end up with Lawrence. I don't. Maybe I don't think so. Lunch. Like this, like we gotta stop. (laughs) We have to call. We have to call it time (laughs) of death. It it needs to be done, and it's just like I don't need. It's it's so exhausting. Like it's it's so exhausting Mm -hmm. to see him there over there with them stupid ass looks that he's giving her across (laughs) the room. It's it's. you, he's just tall and like it's just it's a lot like please just stop <laughs> i just want everybody to stop and stop it so we will see i'm very happy um i think like outside of just like the narrative thing like insecure has um mm-hmm. has really like ushered in like just a new way of of television like mm-hmm. 
Um, so like, regardless of how I wanted to end, I think I am definitely sad to see it go. Yes. Um, but I'm also like super, super encouraged to like go after my own creative endeavors, watching mm-hmm. uh, what Issa and and Prentice did with that show. It yeah. was so beautiful. Um, and I'm sad to see it go. So super, super sad to see it go. Yeah, I'm I'm heartbroken. There are a lot of really good shows on TV. Harlem was good. We can talk about that. Um, also, Twenties, oh. which. Um, starred uh christina elmore um that's that's running right now on bet uh while you know insecure is airing on hbo uh christina elmore plays condola in insecure and it seemed like she was trying to be in this in this week's episode it seemed like she was trying to uh in a sense be cordial kind of clear the air like when she talked to her um but she definitely seems bothered by Lawrence's, you know, persistent pining for Issa. And so that might be a problem. Like if, if Issa and Lawrence are together, Condola is not going to like that. So that also makes me feel like there's no way that Issa and Lawrence could ever be together because of Condola. Um, I'd, I'd like to give her a little bit more credit as to, you know, even if that's something that she wouldn't necessarily like, it shouldn't hinder the relationship that they're growing as a family. Um, and they just would have to work through all of that. Um, I think Condola, I don't know, man. Lawrence just like, like, don't get me wrong. He's had so much character development this season. Like, real mm-hmm. beautiful work, but man, is that guy exhausting? Like, as a human. Yeah. Well, that's he's so exhausting as a character. Again, going back to the garbage scene where he, uh, you know, creeped on her at the garbage can, uh, he was like, I've changed. I've changed. I've, I've, I've grown. So, huh. we're, we're going to talk about this. Huh. I've done the work. Wow. Have you? <laughs> You're exhausting. You are so exhausting. And I totally understand. The reason that we're here is because Issa cheated. Fine. Like, I get it. I, I swear I get it. Yeah. It also doesn't mean that, like, people are supposed to be together. Like, it doesn't mean that. And that's okay. Um, And I think with Condola... <laughs> Even baby Mustafa got got a lot Elijah. to do with him. Elijah Mustafa got a lot <laughs> to do with with being a son of this guy because he's just so exhausting. Not Jay Ellis, but Lawrence, exhausting. Wow. Okay, so two things about I feel like this is going to be the like the sort of Lawrence episode, but like um, you know, a, Lawrence is a jerk in a lot of ways. He wants credit when he's doing something right. Bare minimum. Uh, and then for like, yeah, he does the bare minimum uh, for the baby daddy situation. You know, Condola gave him permission to be in and out of his life. But then, you know, she soon realized as as you know, one does after you've had a baby that like it's more serious than that. And mm-hmm. and then so through their talking, he's moved back to L.A. and he's really proven himself to be like a great father. 
Um, but I, I'm curious what your thoughts are because you are a fuckboyologist. And <laughs> back in, uh, I think it was like season two, um, when he was dating Tasha, mm-hmm. Tasha called him, said that he's a fuck nigga that thinks he's good. Mm-hmm. Because so, he's not out here like, go ahead. Yeah. So, so tell us in as fuckboyologist, Shereen Jones, is Lawrence still a fuckboy or has he grown past it? Can can one grow past in their journey, their love journey? Can you, you know, overcome that or are you are um, you fuckboy for life? I think being a fuckboy is kind of like. It's like having herpes right mm-hmm. like <laughs> once dormant. you get it uh-huh. <laughs> you got it right but it could it could live dormant you could go on and live a happy life like people go on to have successful lives living with herpes yeah so um that's how i like to maybe conceptualize <laughs> that idea so it never goes away but you know it, it doesn't bother you as much um and, and when think, you have a flare-up, you just put a little ointment and you're good. Exactly. Every, and, and then we have a flare-up. Maybe somebody sees that and you get a little bit embarrassed and it, it causes you to look at yourself a little bit more and take better care of yourself. So the wow. flare-ups don't happen. Um. So I think I, I'm, I'm going to try to identify the things that I've feel like Lawrence hit number one Lawrence like literally is this guy who like it's right there but you literally have to explain it to him yeah. like how you've been wanting to you've been wanting this girl for so long for so 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 long Issa. it took your very great Issa you yeah. took it took a very crazy friend chad to tell you like who i love i love chad i love chad so much okay go on chad and torian <laughs> are like fan favorites to me yes chad is amazing he's gonna go on and live a illustrious life um <laughs> it's just In- like it's mm-hmm. i i think sometimes Lawrence just gets so self-absorbed and like the things that he feels are the only things that happen. And I just don't, I think he can hyper-focus on like him in it. And Mm -hmm. that's the only thing that he's, that's the only thing that matters in the moment. And every single time that happens in his life, he he has to be knocked on his damn head to realize that you do not, you and the things that happen to you don't number one exist in a vacuum. And they, and they, they're not just happening to you. Like, Things are not, life is not just happening to you. Mm-hmm. You don't get to just sit there and pout and be sad about the shit that you do, like the, the choices that you actively make mm-hmm. or that you don't make, which is still a choice in itself. And I think, so I guess the the long, the long way to that is no, I don't think so. Cause I don't, I don't think, I don't think it should have taken Chad to tell him that when we all know that like that's that's what you've been dealing with for so long like do you think that he confronted Issa by the garbage can 
in a way to be like, yo, Chad. So I went up to her, like I, I talked to her. Mm-hmm. Or do you think that he like genuinely had been like cow, like feeling uh, just really reticent to do something to like, you know, ask why she called him a month before. And then mm-hmm. he just like, he just went for it. He just, he, 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 he shot his shot. Like, I, I'm just going to take a chance here. I'm just going to, you know, step to her, try to talk to her. Or do you think that he was, I mean, I, he was motivated by Chad's words, but do you feel mm-hmm. like, do you feel like it was in a way to be like, yo, Chad, so, you know, see, I talked to her, it didn't work. No, no, no. I don't, I don't think it's rooted in like appeasing or like trying to get in some kind of affirmation from Chad. I just, I just think that like, constantly he's being I think for me what I experienced is like he's constantly being put in these situations where like somebody literally has to knock him out of this whole like even like when we first met him and like he's in this like very just woe is me I'm down on my luck like life is happening to me and Mm -hmm. I can't go with you on your birthday to do these things and like whoa you fucked up my life when you decided to keep the baby, it's like, Bart, what are we, what the fuck? Like, yeah. like how, how is it that you, like, that's your go-to, right? Like, like, how is that your, is that your go-to? Like, where's the growth? Like, and I yeah. get it. Eventually he ends up coming around. I, I don't want to not take that from him, but I just, I don't know. It's, it's annoying. It's exhausting to watch. Like, cause it's just like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's just that's what I feel, but you know I get so, it. I, so I it doesn't sound like he's really grown then. In some ways, he probably has. I think in some way, like he's trying, I guess. But he's trying. He's trying. He's not done. And you don't you don't have to be done, right? Like growth is is never like ending. I just hate that we got to keep doing the same thing. Like, this is the thing that, like, is taking the hardest for you to evolve from. But, yeah, um, yeah, like, the more we change, the more we stay the same. Yes. And, you know, he's offering Issa this, you know, chance to be together um, with the the promise that he's changed. Uh, But the way that he confronted her is very like on brand that she's very on used brand. To. So, I mean, he's, he's, he's basically showing her that he said he's changed, but he has not. Uh, mm-hmm. But then at the same time, she, he was asking her, are you happy? And she couldn't say it because she's not really happy. Cause Nathan's uh, I don't know. She, it just doesn't feel right. That's even fair. Though- Again, I I wouldn't even be mad if she doesn't end up with Nathan. Like, but like, I don't think like maybe Issa needs to just be happy with herself. Like, yes, being by herself and like really like focusing on that thing, and then maybe something happens down the line with someone. Right. You know? So yeah, and that and that goes back to uh to my prediction the yummy cocoa prediction if if this is uh if this comes to pass is that Issa is just going to be like you know what I'm taking a break and I'm just going to love me and you know focus on my career and I'll find love 
when it's time. That's so that's what I think. I think you're going to I think you are like like 100 percent. Right. I think that's probably what's going to end up happening. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think she <laughs> will, which I think would be so glorious. And I would love that, too. But Lord knows I'm tired of Lawrence. I'm tired yes. Of Lawrence. Yeah. Lawrence. God bless him. Yeah. God bless him. And, you know, maybe maybe his life is with Kendola. Maybe he'll figure it out. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> maybe he'll he'll find self-acceptance and be like, you know what? I need to just be a dad. And that's um, and that's fine for for now. Um, but it's really funny. Um, so Christina Elmore, um, who said she's team Issa and Lawrence all day, uh, earlier this season, she was taken aback by the heat directed at Condola and way back, uh, last month, earlier last month, uh, Amy Aniobi, who was, um, my guest, uh, in last week's episode, um, she, uh, um, I loved one of her tweets recently, uh, her, uh, her tweet from that time. And her tweet was her name is Condola, not convenience, not Corona, not Controla, not cottage cheese, not cornucopia, not convection oven, not <laughs> casita, not confusion. And then someone not confederacy, not confederacy. And then someone, uh, uh, replied to her her tweet saying right it's condolences uh and then amy um tweeted back oh man i forgot about that one so so yes um i the only thing that i don't like about condola is is her hair kind of bothers me <laughs> that is such a minuscule i know <laughs> i like part her of- hair I don't like her hairstyles. I don't like the braided hairstyles. It, it reminds me of like, um, uh, there was an opera singer and I love her, Jesse Norman. I love the, the Jesse Norman opera singer and sounds like real petty and, and bad, but like, it's part of like, why I don't like Chris. Um, I love Christina Elmore, but it's part of the reason why I don't really like Condola is I don't really like her style. There's something like, um, I, I don't know. There's something kind of off-putting about it. And I, I feel like that's on purpose. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's mm-hmm. just me. No, I don't, I don't get that. I think all of them have their very different, unique styles. All, every single character, like even even down to Chad and them tight-ass shirts. Um, yeah, he, he think- has that. Now he has like a like a soccer guy um, haircut with the like the shaved sides. But there's something about Condola's hair that just like it's just like like old lady, like very like librarian old lady. Like it's just not like it, it, you know, like um, Molly has like the, you know, sexy natural right now. Um, before she's had, you know, other other uh, hairstyles. Issa's hair is always on point, always super cute. Let me, I gotta Google this because I think Condola, Condola looks very bothers nice. Bothers me. <laughs> it's dignified, but it's like old lady. It's like dowdy. No, <laughs> well, but it's uh, and, and so so Christina Elmore um, last month, like she came out saying that you know she was surprised about the inherent misogyny. Um, in being mad at, at women who, who do not cheat, who do not in any way violate Issa or Lawrence's relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She was very honest about the whole thing. I'm probably 
probably being mis- misogynistic right now talking about her hair that she looks like an old lady and i i'm sorry about that but i think that's part of the reason why <laughs> condolences, <laughs> condolences to me what no i i i never i've never gotten that um they really put her in white a lot which is which is is a little cheapening Yes. Um, And that was funny, too, because um, last month also. uh, She was a lot of white. Yes. And Prentice Penny uh, in in IG Live, a woman that he was calling her Brooklyn, um, because that's where she's from. She said, you think you're slick, but why is Condola always in white? And she asked her, like, what are you trying to tell us? Like, you, you know, don't think I didn't notice that. And it's like, yeah, she does wear white a lot, which also goes back mm-hmm. to like who Lawrence will possibly end up with or or maybe she'll find her own love and and be like, forget Lawrence. He's corny. He's, you know, he's still a fuck boy. And she finds somebody else. I, that's what I want for her. That's what I want for her. That's yeah. totally what I want for her. Um, I like Condola. I have no problem with her. Yeah. Um, take her or leave her for me. I don't, I'm not like, I'm not on the Condola hate train. I totally hate that. It's yeah. super annoying. Yeah. Um, I'm not on the Condola hate train either. I'm not on the Condola hate train. She's just not, you know, she's not, not my favorite. <sighs> I mean, Issa, I mean, Issa and Molly, like, they they are, like, our, our fate, you know, they're supposed to be our And Kelly, Kelly, of course. Yeah, yeah, Kelly, Kelly is, is, is definitely a, like, the favorite, like, the scene stealer and the favorite yeah. and all that stuff. So I just feel like, like, I don't have a problem with Condola at all. I, I enjoy her. I, like, she, it, she kind of reads, like, sophistica- sophistication to me. Mm-hmm. Um very like very like above all this like it just feels like she don't have the same conversations with her friends that Issa's having with her friends I just don't it doesn't it just I don't know something about that doesn't compute to me I think if if we if we had that condola if we had like the episode before the one where they're all in the house the one that Amy directed yes if we we dropped into condola's life like her friends are not fucking talking about this shit. So no. for me, Condola just feels like she she does give me like Michelle Obama vibes. Like yes. She fly high. Yeah. Even though her, even though Condola be on her insecure shit too, because there's like two <laughs> points that we could point to in her character arc where she's done very fucked up shit. And okay, point I'm to it. Like, um, the whole like the whole you know naming the baby without yeah and then he calls her uh, jaw which is so annoying he calls the baby jaw like ja rule that yeah. like that's where he got that from ja rule <laughs> baby's but, name ja rule but the mom uh, condola refers to him as eli like his nickname is eli but then he's he's named him job ja. just it's just so petty it's it's just like <laughs> lauren petty you know what i'm saying lauren, lawrence being petty Lawrence can't get no sympathy <laughs> from me ever in life. Um, and also when she left Issa to do that, to do that festival by herself, like that was just crazy. Yeah, but this was also when she's realized that that 
um, the guy that she's been seeing was involved with Issa, I think. Totally received that. Yeah. Fulfill your, fulfill your contractual obligation. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Because it like she she made the, that was a business deal that she made personal. Yes. Okay. That's true. Thank so you. Just just, just <laughs> fulfill your contractual obligations and just keep it professional. Yes. Um yeah, I'll leave it, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Even yeah, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> okay, so favorite moment this season and then favorite moment overall, like throughout like from the from season one to five, like overall favorite moment and then favorite moment from this season in particular? Do I have to answer that in terms of just like a casual viewer or can I answer that as like a filmmaker? Both, whatever you want. I'd love it from a filmmaker perspective. Blow my mind. Um, I absolutely love the color grading on the beach. Yeah. Um, that the beach party. Um, that was not easy I, to do. That was not easy to do. Yeah, that was a huge. I really, that was a huge set that they created. Mm-hmm. In the pandemic. Really, yeah, I don't know, man. HBO mm-hmm. money. I get so yeah. excited about like big crowds and extras and stuff, but mm-hmm. that's just because, yeah. So, um, <laughs> there and yesterday's episode when uh, Molly and Torian is in the closet, um, there they there's this blue thing, there's this blue happening, and for mm-hmm. me, I'm sitting there watching like, did the blue idea come from Torian's jacket or did they? at did they have Torian wear that jacket all day because they knew they were going to make that blue those are just the kind of weird filmmaker questions that I ask my my own personal yeah. I'm weird like that I love um, that because I I didn't notice it like I I was just like oh in the shadows because they're they're like deep in the closet getting it on I I didn't even think of the intention behind the color and then also the suiting I thought there was a lot of um like there was a lot of color going on like Issa was wearing rust sort of rust colors um throughout Mm -hmm. the episode uh but then you have um Amanda Seals character that was like multicolored she's wearing that like um that dress uh and then uh and then you have um Molly in black and white. I I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm I'm thinking too deep on on the the fashion. But but yeah, there was um there there might have been something having to do with that that blue color. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know. It's like very sexy and romantic and right right like blue blue is very is very sexy and it's it's very um sensual on dark skin. Yeah, so I and really she- do like that. And he, you know, she's getting turned out and he, um, <laughs> y- you know, he's so much fun to her and, and she's just totally free and, and can be herself. Uh, but I loved how as she's, you know, getting this um, get in the D in the closet that she I don't know, she like hears um, this fight going on 
from like the gar the the garbage can fight where it's like Lawrence and Nathan bickering and then Issa trying to break it up because Molly was there like she was like okay stop with the the deep digging let's 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 go save my friend my best friend not I but you know good for you Molly (laughs) my best friend needs me stop it Tori I I do show off my best friends I do but a dick appointment is a dick appointment is a dick appointment (laughs) just like you said honor your commitments honor your commitments <laughs> or or i mean because I, I mean they're i don't know or or torian's just very fast and efficient i don't i don't know no no and even if he were still like let's take let's take five <laughs> let's breathe let's review if necessary let's let's redo if if suggested or preferred yes, yes. on your commitment stay focused um yeah no i love um yeah yeah that that blue um i like the juxtaposition of storytelling with the lawrence episode and condola episode like there's that moment where like two both of those things are happening at the same time yes um so those are kind of like things that i like like as far as like filmmaking goes um mm-hmm. I think my favorite moment overall in the show, I don't have a favorite moment. I think um, I really, oh, I do. Yes. I really like, I like the Nathan and Issa Ferriswell fuckery. Oh, that was the Coachella episode? Mm-hmm. yeah yeah and uh and they get kicked out of coachella or at least kelly Absolutely. does <laughs> she does she does and like um which and and um uh amanda still's character eats the edible and she's like in yes. the closet crying to her husband like, i think i'm gonna be a bad mother because i shouldn't have eaten the edible so, oh yeah. my god yeah that was a great episode uh i think uh, of this season, uh, my favorite episode, my favorite moment was the robbery after the college reunion. Oh yeah, and and then Issa was like, "You can have my shoes," and her friend uh, who's robbing her says, "No, you keep that. That's all right. I'll take you. I'll take Molly's <laughs> shoes." That was hilarious. But, like your shoes are ugly, but <laughs> thanks. That was excellent. That's, um, that's funny. Yesterday was, uh, I think the moment with, uh, between Nathan and his friend, that was one of my favorites where the friend was just, he was ready to just, uh, burn that house, up. Mm-hmm. uh, talking, he's like, he's talking to you about barbecue. I don't even know what that means, but we could just go in there and cut some heads <laughs> Like he was just ready to go to war for Nathan after Nathan had an argument about barbecue that was actually, of course, you know, an argument about Issa and like, you know, who's better off with Issa, but they're, it's all veiled in like barbecue talk. It, it was, it was very great tension. I thought, I thought um, Prentice did a really good job with, with the, the men the, the male voices in this episode mm-hmm. where, yeah, um, sure. you know, the, the, the moment between Chad and Lawrence, I loved 
Nathan, his friend, um, and then the the group scene. Um, I thought that was really brilliant too. Um, because there was like so much said, but not said at this, like you're 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 watching it and like reading between the lines. And I, I thought that was really brilliant. Yeah. That was a really, really good episode. Um, even the moment where like Chad is asking Derek, like, you like so-and-so briefcase. He's like, dude, like, like, don't worry. Like, we have a friendship outside of Lawrence. Like, I'm gonna keep in contact with you. And Chad <laughs> is like happy about that because he enjoys Derek, and that's so great. Like, and he's like, You're about to be a fraction. Cause, uh, Cause he was like, you know, Denver, there are no black people there. You're going to be a yeah. fraction. Even he's, he's at- about to be a fraction. <laughs> yes. Even though like LA, LA has a lot of black people, but like, like, I don't know. Like I, I live in South LA. I hang out in South LA, but if I go into Santa Monica, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm a fraction. Like, mm. you know, I don't know. Like in LA, you have to stay in your little enclave. Hub. Yes, to not to not feel like a fraction, but you know, whatever. <laughs> I wasn't in that moment. I wasn't at the light skin party. So <laughs> I because I would have been the one to say, hey, I would have been the you know, canary in the coal mine, like you know, LA is very segregated and like you have to like live in certain places to be amongst black people, but like okay. That is very, very true. It's very like you got you got your little hubs. I I, yeah. I find myself staying in the, in those black hubs. Um, so yeah, so I, yeah. I really I'm I'm never a fraction. I'm a whole. I'm a I'm whole a nigga. Whole. <laughs> because but you but it's like it's it's something that you like actively have to do. Otherwise, um, yeah, it's very easy. Once once I you know continue down Slauson and then I'm in Culver City, you know, different story. So um, yeah. Anyway. Interesting. Los Angeles. Um, so, okay. So we've, we've, oh, and then my overall favorite scene, um, I think from last season, there are so many, but I, um, uh, cause I, I loved the, the one where like Issa was like running after these girls that she thinks stole from her. Mm. Like she met them at the art, the art opening mm-hmm. or uh mm-hmm. it was like the art walk or something like that i thought that was hilarious but mm-hmm. then it turned out to be like this kind of like action movie fantasy of hers hilarious but like mm-hmm. i think my my ultimate favorite is with kelly um and then i'd love to know what your predictions are for kelly um so i i loved when kelly pretended to be british i thought that was the funniest thing ever because that's <laughs> happened to me where like i've gone out on dates with people where they thought I was British and I never said I was, I never said it. They just, cause my cadence, they thought I was British and I was like, okay. I just, I just thought it was funny and just never said anything. Wait a minute. Wait, but, yes. but Kelly was intentional about the yes. accent. Yeah. Kelly was, you, no, you were not. No, I was just talking, talking about how I'm talking to you. And they're like, oh, you British? And I'm like, no, but I, but like, I, I just didn't ah! even say anything. I just didn't even say anything. So maybe I, I was in a way uh, like Kelly um, helping to keep a lie going because I, I wasn't saying anything about it. But anyway, but yeah, Kelly lying about being British. That was absolutely hilarious. And then um, and then the the guy was like, "What happened to your accent at the end?" Because there was like something happened. There was some kind of melee. Yeah, life running. happened. Somebody <laughs> started bussing, and they was like, "No, we gotta get out of here." 
she turned she Philly. got she became a philadelphia girl real quick which is funny because i'm yeah. from philadelphia yes. so my friends all clowned me for like so long after the episode came out yeah i'm from philly and and uh and then she they all disperse um so are you going home for the holidays what are you doing for I'm the holidays not, i'm gonna stay home and write nice i i'm gonna be well you know, I'll be here in South LA. Uh, yeah, right. also writing. Yes, the journey, the writing journey. Our Aww. other love. Our other love. Our other love. I'm going to be writing. I'm going to. I have a rewrite that's due. Wink, wink. Yes, um, yes, same. So same. I'm going to focus. I'm going to focus on trying to get that together. Just because I, it just takes me so long. Yeah. To think up new ideas, and I'll get down to the last minute. And I don't want to rush. I've learned that a lot of the things that I've submitted to when I rushed, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. Yeah. You don't you don't want to be like Lawrence at the garbage can, garbage can being like, no, yep. we're going to talk about this right now. You're no. Be more Pick me. Are you happy? Yes. Such a drag. Yes. You're going to be like Torian. You're going to be chill. Like when when Molly said, you know, oh, I used to this guy was in an open marriage, like talking about Dro, this guy was in open marriage and we used to hook up a lot. And then Dro was, um, Torian was kind of like, okay, yeah, sure. I used to sell Adderall. Like no, no big deal, no big deal. And so, yeah, so I guess we, we want to be like more Torian, more, more just like with it. I don't know. <laughs> this, 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 who, who's your inspo? Who, who's who's, who's, my, inspo? who's my inspo in, in this rewriting journey? Uh, who's who am I gonna channel? Who am I gonna channel? Yes. Mm, I don't even know. I think I'm. I'm gonna channel. I'm gonna channel. Um, what is Amanda Seals' character's name? Tiffany. Tiffany. I'm gonna channel Tiffany. I'm gonna be very like. <laughs> Tiffany is cool. Like if Tiffany don't like some shit, she will leave. And that's probably what will happen with my. Re- Right. Yeah, but if like I do not like it. <laughs> I'll more than likely leave. No, I'm kidding. When Issa came back and was just like, she wouldn't take my shoes. You know, the talking about the woman that robbed them. And Tiffany says, <laughs> we know why. So, <laughs> so as you're rewriting and you're rereading what you've rewritten, and there's a point that you don't like. I don't know. I wouldn't want that voice in my head. That voice in my head is what I've grown up with and 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 that I, I we know why this doesn't work. Um, but this will work for you. Like this is a good voice ah. for you. <laughs> you that's your voice. See, this is some stuff that I have to I I have to work through. <laughs> I'm looking for a therapist. Trust me, I have the copay. But um I think my very like I'm very critical. So it's like, mm-hmm. we know why this doesn't work, Shireen. You know, we know why, why. it's not good. <laughs> so it will force me to write better. Nobody, nobody has ever dropped Tiffany, no matter how like snarky and snooty she is. Yeah, she always so she tells works. it like it is. She's, she's a truth teller. Yes. <laughs> she doesn't hold back. She doesn't hold back. And it's Sometimes not- people need the truth. 
Yeah. And it's not like she's being malicious necessarily. She's no. just, uh, it's, it's just kind of like a, like a, almost like a, like a motion light in your, like, on your house, like when you, um, it's dark out and you're, you know, again, by the garbage can, uh, and then the light comes on, oh. she's, she's that and then like, you ask yourself, are you happy? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Woo. Yes. It all goes back to that episode. That was, it was a really epic, amazing episode. And it, it, it does make me sad for the whole show going away because just like we were saying, um, there are good shows out there. But this was this was special. This was a really special show. No specials, trendsetter, trailblazers, like insecure. It's gonna be sad not to be expecting um, a season every other Sunday or yeah. every other season, every other season on a Sunday night, rather. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. It's it's it was great. So so ugh, I could go on for days. We could talk about it for days. So yeah, yeah. but then. Okay, so what other shows? So we were talking about Harlem earlier, 20s. Those are good shows. Um, what's something that you're watching right now? Um, I don't know. Did we talk about how I'm like, I've been on a drama bender when I know better? I know okay. better. I need, to, I need to not be watching drama right now because it's coming out in my writing and I'm a comedy writer. But that's okay though, because maybe, maybe that, you need a little bit of that energy to bring out the comedy. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I have to break those moments up because it's ridiculous. So what's the drama Um, watching? I just, I fell into a lot of limited series on HBO. Um, Mm -hmm. Super fell in love with scenes from a marriage. I have to watch that. That's really dramatic. (laughs) (laughs) My face. It was just so beautiful. It was so amazing. Like I just, I never thought I could, I could be so mentally exhausted with just two characters in a room in every single episode. But I was, and it was amazing. And like uh, Nicole Bahari is in the first episode. Eat. She's brilliant. So yeah, so, I love uh, her. Brilliant. She, brilliant, she was brilliant. really great in uh, Miss Juneteenth. She was. Which she also was. starred Nathan from Insecure. It was a very, mm-hmm. very good movie on Amazon. Okay, so, so uh, yeah, yeah, I love Nicole. Um, so you finished that. What else? Um, season four of In Treatment. Oh, I, I checked out a little bit. So you've been watching, like, therapy shows. <laughs> People in therapy. Were as as you as you save your 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 copay, you squirrel away your your. Co-pay. Oh, I'm ready! I'm ready to make it rain <laughs> on somebody who is licensed. Please let me talk to you about my problems. Um, no, I so since from a marriage, they they're in like they're not even they never go to therapy. Actually, they're actually just in their interview for the first episode. If I'm spoiling that for people, that's all right. It's but, an um, interview, like a like a, a magazine interview like um a research study i believe but that's only in the first episode every other uh-huh. episode is just those two and man is it brilliant wow. brilliant acting brilliant dialogue just <laughs> i could go on for days um but I have to watch so, it and then and treatment is um specifically season four because i don't i'm not gonna 
I'm not gonna watch all of that, but um yeah, Uzo Adoba. Uh, Uzo Adoba season was amazing. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Um what you love about it, the acting. Uzo's amazing. It's not just the act. So that's another thing, me being a creep filmmaker. Mm-hmm. Um I was like, I, I watched the episodes over and over and over and over, and over again. Mm-hmm. And because it was only two characters, I felt like it wasn't, a, a, it wasn't so much to like do Easter eggs with because it's like, it's the same setting. Um, but it's like doing storytelling without like actually doing the storytelling, right? Like do like how actors are positioned. Mm-hmm. So Uzo is a therapist, right? So, so every time she's, Uzo is a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um, and then every time she's with her patients, she's in the doctor chair. But mm-hmm. every time she's not with her patients, she's she's never in the doctor chair. She's always in like like somebody's. And and if you look at it like camera wise, right? Like so, mm-hmm. like, let's say she's on your left when mm-hmm. she's talking to her patients. Every single time it's about her, she's always on her right. Oh wow! Yeah. Wow. I I just remember. I remember her, I, I think I saw like a little bit of the first episode and she was talking to maybe like Anthony Ramos's character on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember her straight on. So it was kind of like a, it was like a close up, like a wide mm-hmm. close up on her. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, yeah, I just, I, I wasn't even like really paying attention. So, so you notice like a lot of like close up shots uh two shots there were never any two shots like was she in the office with people she was anthony ramos character she does majority of her stuff with him on the screen but the other the other patient she she does in person mm-hmm. um and then like she's also like doing dealing with her own shit so um when those times happen they are in person so with the exception of that one every other like that's how it, it plays out all mm-hmm. the time and it's I was just like oh that's that's super cool like I like that um I think um what else what else what else what else what else um what else am I watching I'm not really watching too much uh because you've been you've been on that writing journey that writing directing journey you know yeah I try not I don't know I, I just haven't really been watching anything that has stuck out to me that's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think, like, you you know, we had, like, our whole, like, soft moment when we were in our workshop. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think I kind of just been on, a like, a ton of vision of, like, just trying to get my creative stuff out and pushed out. And I haven't been watching too much TV. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm dedicated to Insecure, so I'm always going to watch that, even when I'm, like, super busy. That that literally was probably the only piece of television that I will watch no matter what, no matter right. what I'm doing in my life. Right. Well, uh, for me, um, watching, yeah, Insecure is definitely, like, appointment television. Like, that's, like, every Sunday, I've got to watch mm-hmm. it. Along with that, for me, has been Succession and also Curb Your Enthusiasm. So it is really wow. interesting because they're all Sunday night. So it's like, you know, Issa um, and Friends are sandwiched between these like two rich white people shows. And, you know, Succession being like the uber wealthy, like upper echelon, like, 
you know, we'll never know people like that. Whereas uh, Larry, who in real life is probably worth like $400 million, like a ton of money. um, He just, he sort of acts like he's not wealthy. Like um, in this week's episode, like he was chasing after a sweater that he forgot to get from this person that he helped onto an ambulance. And it's just like, buy Mm -hmm. another sweater. You have $400 million. Like you're acting like you're like, but but he he's so um, ritualistic, like and, and and then like you know like that sweater is comfortable for him. It's it's part of his routine. Like he's not going to get a new sweater. But anyway, so it is interesting that that's been sort of like my appointment television on Sundays. Is those three shows, um, and uh, yeah, and so Succession ended. Succession ended. I don't know if you've watched it at all. Tell me about, like, give me something really quick about it because I've heard great things. Okay, so Uber Wealthy Family. Uh, there are four kids, but three are from the same mother. The oldest one is probably going to end up being president or something, or he at least has uh, desire to be president. The other three kids just want to work for daddy. And so it's very like Trump, like Trump kind of like more Rupert Murdoch, but definitely like in the Trump way of like the kids competing with each other, all vying for the love of daddy. Um, and, uh, so that's how like all the, all the episodes play out that way, where it's like, they're all just like competing with each other for the love of daddy. And daddy is like sociopath, um, very cold, condescending and dismissive, all all the, all the things that like, you know, make you have daddy issues. He he's it. (laughs) And so the, this episode ends with, um, this woman, Siobhan, who also goes by Shiv. So it's like a really cool play on names. Cause like, she is so biting and horrible. Um, she is like a shiv in your stomach. Um, anyway, her husband betrays her for the love of daddy. So now, now he's best. Now he, it, it, the episode ends where he's like best boy. Like he's now her, her father is now favoriting her husband because of like his actions. Like he, he really dicks the other kids over. It's a long story if you don't know the show, but I, I recommend it. And cause you know, you were talking about like high drama and stuff. This is de- mm. it's definitely like brilliant drama. It's very Shakespearean. Um, mm. And it's, it's interesting cause it's an American show, but it is very British and like um, the, the writing, the writing team is British. Um, but the way that the story is structured um, there's it's, it's, it feels very much like a British show anyway. So I recommend. Okay. Um, Kirby enthusiasm is like uh it's like improv so yeah basically you know do you know the structure they they like outline episodes yeah they they don't ad lib just yeah they just add it there's no dialogue yeah like this is what's gonna happen right I think it's super cool I, I mean I know it has gotten like so many um awards and it's like revered as like really good television and like the main character is is basically like just this terrible human who is just like yeah annoyed by literally everything in life and right. as well as just like living off a of principle and like principle trumps 
everything trumps context trumps like yes every, everything so yes I like exactly exactly like hence the sweater that i was talking about earlier like that's his favorite sweater he gave it to a guy that went on an ambulance he needs to get that sweater back and you know trouble ensues so so yeah hilarious um also what i've started watching and then i wanted to play a quick game um is yellow jackets What's that? that's it's on showtime we just started it we just started it. Yellow Jackets are group of uh, soccer teammates playing crashes and they have to fend for themselves in the Canadian woods. Mm-hmm. And what happens is that it's like a Lord of the Flies sort of it's like Lord of the Flies meets Midsummer meets maybe the craft meets um uh, I don't know the Donner Party. They um, they become cannibals, but what? like that's that's kind of like that that's that's like the D story, like A B C D. That's like that's like the least um, important like screwed up thing that happens in the show. But like they're out because they're out in the woods for like nineteen months. So they, so eventually, like because they kind of they, yeah. they kind of show them like. Um, they hunt one of the teammates down. Like that's how this, the episode begins is that they hunt one of the teammates. She falls into like this pit. She's impaled. And then, and they're all dressed like crazy. Like they look like winter warriors. Like they have wow. like skit. Like they, these are Jersey girls. Like it starts off as Jersey, what? Jersey girls from from 90s 1990s jersey girls soccer team they're going to the nationals everybody they're on a private plane flying from jersey to seattle plane crashes and then their whole lives are upended and then they become like really weird like forest people and then they kind of like they start eating each other and like doing other like crazy stuff. And so they do a lot of time jumps. So like we're in mm. the present with them. They're in their forties and reckoning with their actions of when they were teens lost in the woods. Mm. Um, and there's this mystery that's happening in the present day. That's bringing them back to that past and like that crazy shit that they did. So we're on episode like two or three and it's, it's pretty good. Teenage girls have the teenage high school girls, especially popular teenage high school girls. Yeah. There's, there's a mean girls aspect to it too. Uh Definitely have uh, the psychology of uh, the, 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 the psychology of like wild banshees, like very gang oriented and yeah. For sure. I love that. That's brilliant. I love that. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah, you got you gotta get into it. I think you'll like it. Um, it's it's really screwed up. Um, and uh they have all these like um actors from the 90s, Juliet Lewis, there's Christina Ricci, who is bananas in the role. She's so good. Uh, and uh this other actor named Melanie Linsky, who was in a show called T- Togetherness, and she's done a, mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff. She was in Ever After, I think, with uh with Drew Barrymore too. She was the nice uh stepsister, like the nicer of the evil stepsisters. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I recommend that. So can we play a game? Oh, I'm gonna watch that. Yes. Oh, I'm so scared. 
I don't like to lose and I lost <laughs> a lot the last time and I'm so happy I lost I'm I'm not gonna say I'm happy but that that will never make air I sucked the last time oh because I was case. gonna ask you the same exact questions <laughs> watch I get it wrong again okay that movie black and white edition it's the same exact quiz all right so let's see so from passing which is uh on netflix that was passing was a pretty good movie i really loved um i loved the acting great acting uh to french dispatch uh which i did not see the black and white movies have been back in full force in 2021 so Mm -hmm. i want to rattle off some log lines give you uh, multiple choice options. And I want you to guess which movie it is. There are no winners here. You've done this game before. Maybe, maybe you might know. I am going to win. <laughs> okay. Johnny, AKA Joaquin Phoenix and his young nephew, Woody Norman, forge a tenuous but transformational relationship when they are unexpectedly thrown together in this delicate and deeply moving story about the connections between adults and children, the past and the future from writer-director Mike Mills. Also, it's uh, the 2021, uh, it's in It's in uh, Barack Obama's uh, top, his top 10 list of like the best for 2021. Is oh. it? Come on, come on. Red Rocket or Annette? Come on, come on. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. Uh, Okay. Number two. Because I lost and I remember that I will (laughs) never lose these questions again. Okay, come on. (laughs) Yes. A director and his girlfriend's relationship is tested when they return home from his movie premiere and face each other's turmoil during one long night. Is it? Malcolm and Marie. Yes. The choices were Pieces of a Woman, Malcolm and Marie, or Marriage Story. Yes, you're right. It's Malcolm and Marie. Beautiful (gasps) gowns. Next question. Blank follows Lucy and Desi as they face a crisis that could end their careers and another that could end their marriage. Is it Flash Boys, Belfast, or Being the Ricardos? Being the Ricardos? Yes. (laughs) Lucy and Desi Ricardo. Um. Yeah, uh, Nicole Kidman's supposed to be incredible, so I I would love to see it. That that's one of the like the movies of twenty twenty one that I that I really want to see. Um, next question: Blank documentary looks at the daily life of a pig and its farm animal companions, two cows and one and a one legged chicken. Is it Gunda pig? Or Titan. Okay, I I really think we need to put in some very like high stakes game show music here. Dun, 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 bum, 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 bum. 
oh, this just feels um, so complex, but I'm going to go with pig. No, that's with Nicolas Cage. Oh, it's a weird movie. It's called Gunda. I remember a Gunda. Damn it. Damn you, Joaquin Phoenix. And this yes. movie. Yes, exactly. You were on a roll. Gunda is a nearly silent documentary about a pig direct uh, executive produced by Joaquin Phoenix. Last question. A young boy and his working class family experienced the tumultuous late 1960s. Is it Belfast, the humans or mass? So I'll give you a hint. The humans. Ooh. <sighs> Do you want more? One more chat. One more chance. Yes. It, yes. G- give me the hint, please. It's set during the troubles in Northern Ireland. This is like okay. This is like during like the famine, right? Or like no. This is like um. The, the terrorism there was a like the ira terrorists i think uh no I, I'm, I'm terrible with history but like it's it's basically um the i think the irish fighting with the british and there was like bombs and stuff and um it was uh, a very tumultuous time also known as the troubles mm-hmm. and it lasted about 30 years the troubles so i is remember it, i was talking about this so is it mass the humans or Belfast. Oh man. I'm gonna go with Belfast. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh. So, so four out of five, you did great. Oh, it's not great. I, I hear that Tiffany voice in my head. Oh. We all know why you lost. We all know why. <laughs> We all know why. <laughs> That's so funny. Or like um, to Isa, Isa, I've never met anyone like you. You're you. <laughs> You're you. Okay. So, Shireen, it's almost 2022. What's something that's making you happy these days? In the the new year, you will be going back to school. You're going to USC. You are a director. You are a writer. You're a fabulous writer. You're a fabulous director already, but you're going back to school. Mm -hmm. What's making you happy these days? Oh, Lord, should I say it? I I will say that I am taking this holiday season out to really enjoy some treats. Um, I really... I really love, um, I really love that. Um, what, what has made me happy, but I won't be able to do it again until the new year is I did yoga in the park a couple Sundays ago and I had such a good time. What park? So, um, it, it is run by this beautiful collective called Walk Good LA. Okay. Um, and they, they, they ran, community yoga every mm-hmm. Sunday at uh, LA High Memorial Park but because um let's just L- say L- LA High LA High Memorial Park 
that's where it was i don't think it's not there anymore it's going to be in the baldwin hills park now because they had to move their location oh that's Um, that's better that's better for me it is better so i want you to come they i think they're gonna start up again the weekend of february the 6th um but i i really got to go back and do yoga um Mm -hmm. and i hadn't been able to do that in a really long time so that has brought me a lot of joy um yeah and so so it just ended for like the holiday season it didn't end because of rona just the holiday season Mm -hmm. okay all right all right that's good so that's Mm -hmm. that's a that's a positive thing that it wasn't like covid oh february yeah (laughs) i hope everyone is stay stay safe Uh, variant but um yes that and tribe tribe is making me happy these days tribe is our our mentoring group it's yeah i'm i'm sad it's gonna be ending in february i know it's like i really met people that i want to see and talk to and be around like way after this is done yeah so i'm just basking in like these last moments with you guys until we become alumni we have to just meet every once in a while I know. Is that going to happen in Secure too? Like, is that going to be like the final moments of let them being like old ladies meeting up again? Because they were talking about like seeing each other on their birthdays at the going away party for Tiffany. They're, um, Issa was like, we should see each other every birthday, which like who's who's going to get on a plane for that? But like, um, but yeah, like yeah, there's going to be a time where we're not going to have our monthly meetings anymore. And we're just going to have to like make appointments to, to see each other. And then you're going to be like, I can't, I'm going to New Zealand to shoot for Apple TV. They're just like, Shonda just won't leave me alone. And I'll be like, okay, (laughs) Shireen. Bye. I I love all of the enthusiasm you guys have. It it actually makes it. It's like you know how you want someone to to doubt you and be like, "Ugh, girl, you're trash." Like you guys do not do that. Every we all know why. I can't. I I just. I it it makes it a little bit. It just makes it. It's like like. I don't know. Like, I don't have that, that fuel that it's like, I want to prove you wrong. It's, it's more like support of everybody. Just like, yeah, we see it in you. We see it in you. So we know it's going to happen. That's and I right. I love that. I love, that's why I'm going to miss you guys so, so much. I, um, everybody has this grand idea that I'm going to be very much <laughs> in, in unreachable and like people are gonna have to go through whatever assistant to get to me but it's not really me it's actually pages it's actually everybody else <laughs> and you guys are going to be hiring me well hopefully we'll all be hiring each other but yes. um with what you're you're just talking about how tell tell people what your handle is like how how can people find you <laughs> and then and then and then think about what you just said um so if you'd like to find me um on twitter it's the rush at the rational one and on instagram it is and the winner is and the winner is shireen yes that's funny (laughs) (laughs) because uh you know newsflash that's what we will be hearing in the future um 
Yes. Um, and I take that energy also. I share that energy with you. I, I also, I also want that too, but like, yeah, I want that for you as well. I want that for all of us. And I want us to all be safe. So, um, yes. and, and happy and, you know, love and light to everybody. So thank you so much, Shireen. And we'll see you next week. I'm Yummy Coco. Keep your lamplight trimmed and burning. Bye. Bye. Bye.